Hey everybody, welcome back to Pod Lasso Talking Ted with Jess and Logan. I'm Logan. And I'm Jess. And uh, hopefully things don't sound too different because I'm podcasting in a different location. Though, I, and it may sound, because it's more open space, so I'm worried it sounds a little more echoey. But if it Not does, I'm me. sorry. It doesn't yeah. to me, over over Skype at least. it's uh, <laughs> they've, they've compressed the sound. You also may hear my dog. So did yeah, I had her last time we podcasted. It's only been a month. Yeah. It's so, only yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's being very needy. So I'm mm-hmm. podcasting with her in my lap. So apologize if you hear the dog. Um anyway, we took a little break. So we're back. We're back. How was Christmas? It was good. It was it was just very busy, which I mean, it always is, but I don't know. It felt busier this year. It was just like, I felt like I turned around and all of a sudden it was 2024. And then we were like, kids were back in school and I was back at work. It's crazy, but it was good. It was, it was good. How about you? Um, Yeah, it was pretty good. Traveling with the, the dog <laughs> that you just heard <laughs> is something I'm uh, learning to get used to um, because well, you have kids, and again, yes. I'm now trying to be one of those guys, but I imagine it's like traveling with children, where after about 45 minutes, it's like we have to stop because mm-hmm. somebody has to go to the bathroom or just won't <laughs> stop whining or something. So, and it's also, uh, I don't, for anybody that doesn't know, maybe just in Georgia, I don't know. It's a law that your dog has to be buckled in. So did not know that. <laughs> I, I don't know how I've not managed to get a ticket in the last 20 years. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have never done that before, ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I did not get a ticket. But uh, she does like to like run all over the car while I'm driving, including jumping in my lap and hitting the gear shift. And so very dangerous. And I was telling a friend of mine about it and she was like, Oh no, you can't, you have to get her a a seatbelt thing. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, it's actually illegal if your dog's not buckled into the car because that's unsafe. You know, it's a distraction. And I looked it up. Sure enough, it is illegal. (laughs) Your dog it's has to be. Um, I mean, I think it's a very like one of those like we'll get you on it if we got to. But like if your dog is sitting in your lap while you're driving, I, I think double you over and give you a ticket. <laughs> I mean, awesome. My dogs tend to sit rather nicely in one spot. Um, I wish now, you would. Should should anything happen, they'd go flying through the windshield. But they do. They they will sit. And just stay, but they're not actually yeah. technically buckled in. <laughs> I mean, as long as I think it's less about dog safety and more about you being distracted because a dog is in your lap. <laughs> oh, I'm 100% sure that's that's what it is. Yeah, but anyway, well, hmm. things you know. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> um, and she does not like her seatbelt thing. <laughs> so I don't think any dog does. I've never owned one for any dog I've ever had. Did not know um, it was not legal to not do that, but here we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Christmas was pretty good. New Year's was just 
I don't know. I did not enjoy. Well, I don't know if I've enjoyed New Year's in quite a while. I, I something about that change. I guess it's always just depressing to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I kind of try to think of it as just like a good excuse for like a fresh start, even though like I mean nothing really changes. It's not like anything changes overnight, but. We, I mean, this year we did not, we did not stay up. We were both exhausted. I think we, we went to bed early and then we're promptly woken up by fireworks. So, yeah, that, that was the, the other thing that was, uh, not cause I've also not had a dog in New Year's past. Um, oh, well, yeah. except for when I've been with my sister-in-law, but her dog is pretty like chill about fireworks. This dog has a lot of anxiety. And um, she is not chill about fireworks. So that was not fun. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. I live around a bunch of rednecks. And, uh, you know, rednecks want to blow stuff up. So Yeah. I, I feel that. There was a lot of fireworks happening. Where, um, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I as a kid, I guess I enjoyed it when we got to do our own. But as an adult, I'm just like, don't they do like fireworks shows? Can't y'all just go somewhere else? Um, yeah, you know, that's a good point. I don't know where. I mean, they do at, at different places, but I don't know exactly where. It's not It's not like, you know, like 4th of July where you can see them anywhere. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not sure. I know I've definitely watched New Year, um, fireworks on New Year's Eve many years ago but it yeah it was not here um all right so we're going to talk about ted lasso season three episodes i just looked at it seven seven the strings that bind us um you know which is obviously a play on the ties <laughs> that bind us um, <laughs> and the red string featured in the episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to spoil everything up to and including this episode. So if you're way behind on Ted Lasso and you're just following along with us, you know, we'll try not to spoil anything in the future. Um, but, but also, uh, why just watch it? <laughs> yeah. At, at this point, especially if you made it this far, you're like, you're at the end. We've got like five episodes left four there's 12 so yeah five mm -hmm. episodes left just 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 go ahead and breeze through it um it's about five <laughs> hours though just uh be forewarned <laughs> yes they they get so much longer um but i, I mean still yeah. enjoyable still enjoyable although i think this is the start of every episode from now on makes me cry <laughs> Yeah, I had forgotten how emotional this episode was. Like, I, I yeah. remembered, uh, I, I watched it right before we took our break. And then, like, I guess I just didn't think about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's the episode with the string. And mm -hmm. then I rewatched it yesterday and then watched it again today. And both times by the end, I was like a mess. Mm -hmm. The end of. Uh, the end is what gets me in this in this one. It's the 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 the, the end at the restaurant is what gets me. And Let's get Sam, Sam's dad, man. Oh, I know. I love him. <sighs> so good. 
All right. So as I'm want to do, and you know, I, since we're talking about New Year's, I debated on this being the question because <laughs> this episode is kind of about new starts, mm-hmm. trying new things. Did you make any New Year's resolutions? <laughs> yes and no. So I'm not I'm not a big like New Year's resolution fan. But like I said, I do kind of look at it as an opportunity to kind of like start over or, or or restart some things that maybe kind of like fell by the wayside. So I've kind of, you know, I mean, in typical fashion, kind of like done the usual things of like, oh, I'm going to commit to like exercising more and eating healthier and blah, blah, blah. So, but I am actually trying to like make an effort at it. And then um, I was trying to set some goals just around like my, like my business that I want to start and try and see if I can get some stuff going because I'm just in general, disgruntled and corporate. So hopefully no one yeah. ever that ends up listening to this. <laughs> I have to remember not to tell people I do a Dead Lasso podcast. <laughs> 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 Somebody just randomly chimes in. Do you know that Jess wanted to quit her job? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't go over super well. But yeah, so like yes and no. Um, I'm just, I'm kind of trying to get back to some better habits and, and then set some more concrete goals about just in my personal life of like what I want to do with the rest of my life as I am probably borderline having a midlife crisis. (laughs) Yeah, I, I feel that. Um, yeah, I, I actually sat down, I, I guess they're not, I mean, resolutions, makes it sound like the same cheesy stuff like you're know, so mm-hmm. that everybody like i'm gonna lose weight which mm-hmm. i do i plan on it I, i've lost four pounds since i got the dog because nice. we have to walk all the time yeah. <laughs> um so that's that's been nice uh she also eats part of my food because <laughs> she sits there and stares at me and i'm just like fine here <laughs> Uh, which is terrible. Like, don't if you have a dog, don't do that because do that. then when you take the dog somewhere else, the dog's just like, "Oh, I can have whatever I want, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and I learned that over Christmas that like, and I would, I would <laughs> try to tell everybody like, "Please don't sit your food down. My oh, dog yeah. has no manners. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she will stick her face in it." And, you know, it happened multiple times, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I warned them. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, you know, I want to lose weight. I want to, you know, I've been doing good. I, I stay fairly regular going to the gym. My eating habits are what hold me back. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, my eating um, habits aren't super great, but my exercising consistency is significantly worse. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's hard to fit routine exercise into a day that's chaos. Yes. Like it, it, it's just like yes. I, I'm barely able to do it and I'm not a chaotic person. So I feel that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to eat better. Um, and I set some like personal goals of like trying things that basically I've been scared of makes it sound like stupid and cheesy, but 
like scared, like like ah, I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. And it's maybe a little TMI, but like uh, a friend of mine uh, just bought a house, and the house has a bidet in it. And yeah. I was like, ah, ah. I, I was like, it's always weirded me out. And uh, she's she's very pro bidet. And uh, so that's what I hear. You you it once once if you do it, yeah, I hear you don't go back. That's what I. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. So I'm I bought so him a day and installed it. <laughs> nice. My husband wants. My husband wants one. He's been talking about it for ages, and we haven't done it. I I would say go for it, and if you are able to a afford it, it's not that much more, but. I think the logistics of it are are harder. There's one that allows for like heated options. Oh. I would say spring for that if it works in your budget and your like layout of your bathroom. Um I would think that's worth it, especially during the winter cuz like <laughs> it doesn't get always get super cold here and never for very long, but like Water coming out of your faucet when it's <laughs> ten degrees outside is almost unbearable. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it, it's not great the, <laughs> the other way. <laughs> so, no, um, thanks. I appreciate that advice. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> and that that was the first thing I did. The second thing I haven't been able to use it yet because I had to go buy distilled water. Um, I have been terrified of neti pots. Oh no, like they're that so good. My entire life. So good. And I have so many sinus and allergy issues. And uh well, now having the dog, even though she is hypoallergenic, yeah. they still produce uh aller, you know, the uh dander. Uh it's just not on a level that other dogs have it. Sure. So she likes to sleep on my face. Oh dear. Um, so So there's constantly a dog in my face. So I'm always not like I, I can't breathe stuffy, just like that little bit of stuffiness where I'm like always mildly congested now. Uh, I'm like, I have to act like the allergy medicine doesn't work. If I double up on it, it, it kind of has all these other side effects. And, uh, Katie Spencer's wife. Swears by neti pots, as Me do too. you. Me and too. I was like, I just, I can't do it. And so I guess my phone heard me talking about that. <laughs> and and it, it recommended, they make these ones that are, they're not neti pots. They're, they're like, it's like an electric toothbrush, but for that, instead of brushing your teeth. So I bought is one. The, is it the Navage or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, a, I I do like the traditional neti pot, but I've got a friend of mine that she swears by like that electric kind of one where it just sort of cycles everything through. She's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, it's so good, it's so helpful. I was like, hmm, maybe I'll consider that one day. So uh, tomorrow, <laughs> if there's no future podcast, it's because I accidentally drowned myself. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> Trust me. It's a weird, so, it's a weird sensation. I will say, especially with the electric one. Cause it's like forcing the water through, but yes. you'll be all right. Just uh, so yeah, t- 
2024 is the year Logan does things that he's always been, again, afraid makes it sound like I'm going skydiving. <laughs> it's not that. It's just these little things that I've just been like, yeah, I don't know about that. Or, you know, what if it isn't, you know, so I'm just, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm doing the thing. Good um, for you. And uh, I'm also, I, I mentioned it briefly here before. I don't know if I've talked about this piece. I've been writing this stuff from my friend Adam's website mm-hmm. where I go through uh, my brother's movie collection, watch the movies and then talk about like the movie and like my experiences, like when we watch the movie or it reminds me of like this time in our lives or whatever, very, you know, introspective stuff. Mm-hmm. We decided that when I'm at like 45 now, when we get to 50, we're going to go through them, like re-edit them, add stuff to them, whatever, whatever, and try to collect them and self-publish them. Oh, cool. So hopefully I will be self-publishing a book by the end of the year. That's cool. Let me know Uh, when you do that. I'll support you. Oh, thank you. So, um, it's been, that's, it's, Always I mean, something I knew I've Ryan wanted to do. Too. So, like, I mean, it yeah. would it would be interesting to me to 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 read that for sure. So, yeah, when you get it together, I'll I'll support. I'll be a customer. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I'll talk about it more as it comes. Um, and we're also in a few weeks going to get to the end of this podcast. So, not to belabor or anything, but I had an idea. Oh no! What's your idea? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a real commitment, but um, rather than like let the feed die if, until if and when we get more Ted Lasso, I thought, what if we just, like every once in a while, like once every couple of weeks or just when we had time, we come up with something that, it, so I'm rambling. We call it late to the party. Okay. And it's just shit. That we should have seen by now. <laughs> and we have not. <laughs> hey, that I could do that because you know I have a laundry list of stuff that you're like, oh, you got to see this. And I'm like, sure, I, I I'll do, get to I it. I do too. I One do day. Too. One day. <laughs> like, and, and not anything as expansive as like, I didn't watch Succession. So let's watch all six seasons or five seasons or whatever of Succession and talk about it. Because that's a lot of hours. But, you know, like a movie. Oh, uh, it's a show on HBO that people would not shut the fuck up about. Oh, well, add that to my list I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> Although I keep threatening you with um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So I was going to suggest, since you have watched The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I have not, mm-hmm. that our first thing would be that I commit to watching all of the marvelous Miss Maisel and we just like do an overview, you know, rather than an episode by episode thing. Yeah. Or we could do season by season. That's up to you. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would be down for that. I would almost, I mean, I actually still have to finish the final season. I've, I've been putting it off because I know it's the final season and I don't want to say goodbye. Like I'm terrible about doing that, especially if I haven't been watching it in real time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, we could do that. Season by season might actually be good because each season has pretty distinct arcs and they, they, they 
they kind of self-contain like you get a season-long arc and then you move into the next season and it's the same characters and it's building on what's been previous it's not like it's an anthology or anything but there's definitely like set themes by season so it might be okay. easier to do it season by season okay um and then, and then season season five i i think i've watched i might be halfway through it i think i watched the first at least the first three i've watched maybe the first four no but i, I figured that that could like it would still give us a reason to like hang out online every once in a while yeah. and just bs for an hour about like I said, stuff like that's something I should have watched. Everything says I should have watched that show, and I just didn't. I and, really think you'll like it, but if maybe that's another reason to for that one to just go with the first <laughs> season. Because if you really hate it, you're not gonna want. <laughs> like if I'm wrong, I don't think I am. But if I am dead <laughs> wrong, <laughs> you, I don't want to force you to watch five seasons of something that after the first episode you're like, yeah, the same for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, I, I had it, I was thinking about, I was like, what are we going to do when the podcast ends? Cause there's been like very little movement on future, like Richmond, whatever they would call it. Um, and so it might be like two, three years before we get anything. It's like, I would hate to like, just be like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll chat every once in a while. And I was I like, know. What if we did something like this, and it would just be an every once in a while thing. I mean, so, it's fine by it's fine by me. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's uh, a long rambling way for me to get to all that. Now we can talk about the episode. If my dog will sit down. If you've made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> We're going to talk about Ted Lasso now. <laughs> <laughs> all right so well, well uh, we can this is i mean format. the episode's long but we we keep it kind of short because there's a lot of stuff in here that's very it, this is one of the most montage heavy episodes of this show yes. i swear <laughs> yes i didn't realize so this opening montage we get several times did not remember that also yeah. the dangers of of binge watching things because you know i was watching a couple at a time here you know i didn't watch him as as quickly as they as they came out and i was like wow wait didn't we see this i was like oh no wait wait how long is this episode wait it just there was a lot <laughs> yeah um I, I mean how many times could we see those people like open their shops it happens like three times in this episode i know which is crazy <laughs> so crazy. you're just padding the runtime like I know, and I'm, I'm I was trying to think. I'm like, why? Other than they needed to establish for the end of the episode the the pattern, you know, that people yeah. open in shops. He comes, he looks in the window, he sees her. He doesn't expect her to be looking for him. He waves, and then you get the payoff at the end of where she's like, "Where is he?" Because he didn't show up that day. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that, to jump that to that the end, but it does. But it does make the beginning make sense. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that does make sense. Oh, uh, um, that that opening montage though, it's like it's fun, but yeah, replaying it three or four times in the episode is is a little much. Um, I yeah. I I love Roy on the bike. Like <laughs> it like. Literally last episode he couldn't ride a bike and now he's 
Like, he doesn't even have his feet on the pedal. <laughs> like, he's kicked up and somehow staying up. Like, that's some balance, man. Yeah, that's true. I feel like Jamie's doing all the work there, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you get it balanced, but as long as he keeps moving, it it, it more or less should, should stay upright. But that's true. <laughs> not, I've not really ever tried that. I've gone the yeah. other way around where I've been the person on like skates and yeah. someone's pulled like, you know, you, you tie the rope to the bike and they pull you. We did that a lot as kids. We never skated as kids. Like oh, we did. Rollerblading was big. I grew up in Ohio. I think it was bigger up north because ice skating and hockey were big. I tried to rollerblade and I just I don't have the I don't have balance. I just don't. <laughs> so. We played a lot of street hockey growing up, so. Bicycling's about as good as I'm going to get. So, like, even roller, actual roller skates, I can't do. Like, I I just don't have the balance for it. Roller skating, roller skating and figure skating, two things that I cannot do. I can do, but if I ice skate, it has to be hockey skates. Because if it's got the little thing on the front, I'm going to be on my face on the ice. And then, I don't know, rollerblades, it's like the same thing. So, I bet I hated roller skating. As soon as they invented rollerblades, I think I was I was quite young. I think I was like eight. I was like, yes, I would yes. like those, please. <laughs> this is so much better than having those. It's like the damn figure skates with the little funky brake fucking thing yeah. in the front, and it just trips you up. It drove me nuts. I hated roller skates. <laughs> hated them. <laughs> uh, so not a lot of time at the roller rink until they invented the inline skates. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And they were hard to get, like, back then. Like, they only had, like, a couple pairs, like, at the roller rink. Yeah. We had to, like, take... It was, like, a whole thing, Logan. whole thing. We had to, like, take our own and... I don't know. I miss roller rinks, though. Do they... Well, Columbus still has one. Um, I don't know. I could not tell you where the nearest roller rink is. We have, like, a a bowling alley. I'm sure somewhere, but... I don't know. Yeah. You would think they have more comic book shops, but those are hard to come by too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God, don't get me started on that. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's move on. So, so we wind up on Keely and Jack, and you know, <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't like Jack. No. And I don't. This might be the storyline. I. Like the absolute least in all of Ted Lasso. I just, it frustrates me to no end. Yes. Knowing what we know and how the season ultimately ends, like, not that it has anything to do with like the specifics of their like relationship per se, but just how much time they spend investing in. Like showing us all of like Keeley's world this season, I don't feel like that was needed unless they yeah. were going to immediately announce a spinoff that centered around Keeley. Yeah, uh, it, it's yeah, it's a lot in, in this a season yeah. for for this to have been the last season mm-hmm. and to focus so much on her and. A relationship that I, I mean, this is spoilers, whatever. Ultimately, just really doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. And I, but I feel like even like, especially after this episode, you can kind of see that like, oh, this is not, this, this is, is not, not going to matter. Like, yeah, 
It's not going to play out. It's not going to be good. Um, but uh, really ruining a a priceless book like that. I'm just like I don't I don't like this woman. <laughs> I, I that don't. bothered me too. I was uh, that I was like <gasps> she wrote it. <laughs> I was like oh my god, how much money did you just spend and then you ruined it. Oh. And, and 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 not in, I've bought old books and if there's writing in it it's usually in pencil not bright ass red pen <laughs> yeah no freaking kidding I was like oh why <sighs> and then yeah. she, I mean she said that she's like I get really jealous and I didn't want you to regift it I was like oh my god oh, my dog is biting me yeah. um. <laughs> so, and then from there we go to Sam at the restaurant and like freaking out about like, you know, uh, every little thing and uh, saying he needed a table for Friday night and his hostess just being like, <laughs> we're booked up for months. Uh, she's like, the waiting list is a lie that we tell people. <laughs> yeah, so. I loved that line. <laughs> so funny. No. Um, and uh, he says he makes a he says what what does he say I need a Ray Liotta he didn't call it a Ray Liotta special but he's like a Ray Liotta for one and yeah. uh, it's so that's a it's a Goodfellas reference yeah and in Goodfellas Ray Liotta goes to this packed restaurant with his girlfriend not his wife and <laughs> the the owner brings him through the back door and basically creates a table for him and his girlfriend. Oh. Like that, that wasn't there before. So yeah. it's very like, like, of course it's a Goodfellas reference. Yeah. It's, it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen Goodfellas. So. Um, and then we get the, this uh, storyline, which I honestly wish we'd gotten more into about uh, there's these Ni Nigerian refugees mm. seeking asylum coming into England, and the prime the prime minister that they show, uh, I don't it a uh, British I, politician maybe yeah, not. Yeah, I don't think it's the prime minister, but it's it's someone important, probably the person that has the most to do with immigration. I would assume. Right, uh, making you know very. Stilted comments about, you know, England is closed, uh, find somewhere else. And so Sam takes it upon himself to tweet a uh, reaction to that, uh, mm -hmm. which becomes a, I don't want to say minor plot line of the episode, but it, it to me, I, I just wish there was more focus on this, less on Keeley for sure. Yes, I would have rather them flesh. They spent more time fleshing out this storyline than the Keeley Jack romance, to be honest. Yeah, and that's when we find out that his, his dad is coming, as we talked. We were talking about his dad earlier. So, which I, you know, the first time I watched this, I was like, "Oh my god, we're going to get to meet Sam's dad. He sounds so awesome on the phone. I he know. does not disappoint. He does. <sighs> oh my gosh, love this character." And I love the way, I mean, I know we'll get to it in a minute, but just, I love the way he shows up. Yeah, it's so great. Um, so then we get Ted and Beard introducing uh, total football to the team in a very, like, uh, a high school group of kids made this presentation <laughs> kind of way. 
Yes, which is also, so I found out, very typical for middle-aged men, mostly. No offense. Oh, okay. Or at least the ones that I work with. <laughs> you should see some of these presentations. I'm like, my eight, my eight-year-old can, well, she's not quite eight, my seven-and-a-half-year-old can can make a better presentation than this i would bet <laughs> uh the only presentations we ever get on my shift are safety presentations and since we work late usually the safety person that has to come in and make the presentations is so tired <laughs> that they're just like yeah like droning on like ben stein oh, and yeah, it's it's very just like and then my boss is always like i'm just gonna send out all of like the stuff he covered like the attachments in an email please make sure you go over and read them and like you know uh it's the same stuff all the time because i deal with truck drivers winter weather like we got to oh, make sure yeah. we're telling them you know proper precautions because some people apparently don't realize you know you don't drive big trucks when there's 80 mile an hour winds <laughs> they will blow over oh good god so oh. Or ice of any yes. kind. <laughs> so, um, but uh, anyway, yeah, uh, it's, I guess, good to know that, <laughs> that men just don't put, middle-aged white men don't put a lot of thought into their presentations. So No, they send it to marketing and say, can you make this fancy? And I'm like, what, what, like, what is this? It's just like slide after slide after slide of text. Like, have you not heard of the notes section? Like, you know what you're talking about. You're an expert in this. I've heard you speak on it a thousand and three times. Why you feel the need to read it off the sides? Well, the 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 attendees want it. They like to have all the information. And I'm like, then how the fuck are we supposed to sell them anything? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just that's just the whole other thing. Beards, yeah, beards, beards at least entertainment factor kind of like is is a is a step up from that. And uh his speech though is what is what oh, makes it. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, not the but the the mom, my mom's vibrator comment is Oh my god. <laughs> and then the cut like, to Ted and Roy. Like what? <laughs> It's like, like my, my it's my mom proudly displaying her vibrator on her bedside table. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Beard goes off the rails in this episode, man. Oh god. Because there's a whole conversation later that I'm like, wait, what are they talking about <laughs> at the bar? I mean, oh. I know what they're talking about. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, oh god. <laughs> I forgot uh, about I, that. I do. I uh, don't think I caught that the, um, um, the first time through. I, defi I definitely didn't. I definitely I, didn't. <laughs> but like they were talking about it, and then I kind of almost did like a double take. I was like, "Wait, what? Wait, he just said what?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, they, and then like they they cut away from them, but you can still hear them talking about yep. this anyway. About the same thing. I'm like, okay, I def definitely heard that. Okay, all right, all right. Um, in, in the presentation though, like I love that I'm with you, the speech, but after the speech, when Roy's, when everybody's like grumbling, they're like, cause they don't want to do total football. Um, Roy's <laughs> like, does, says something so Ted Lasso-ish, like turn those frowns upside down or whatever. And it's like, cause we're fucking doing this. 
and uh, uh, he says, we're going to go out there, we're going to train, and in a couple of weeks, and then Ted's like, well, actually, we're going to uh, we're gonna do it this weekend against, were they playing, who were they playing? United? I forget who they played. Um, but <laughs> Roy says, that's fucking mental. I think they played Arsenal. I think they played Arsenal. Arsenal. You're right. You're right. Arsenal. Which um, <laughs> is hysterical because do they not film at Arsenal's stadium? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's him saying that's fucking mental. Is it just kills me? Um, oh God. I, then we get I, more Keeley relationship stuff with her and Barbara, like her not knowing how to uh, react to uh, telling people that she's in a relationship or if she should tell people my dog found one of her bones. So I apologize if you can hear that. <laughs> Apparently she hid it in the couch. That tracks. <sighs> that tracks. <laughs> I'll let you know uh, if it gets loud. I don't, okay. I don't really hear it right now though. Good. She took it away, so that was nice of her. Oh. I was just like, look up, and she's chewing on something. I'm like, oh, good. She found one of her bones. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, th- this, anyway. this whole subplot with, like, uh, Keely not knowing how open this relationship should be and also being love-bombed at the same time. Which yeah. that, this was the first time I ever heard the love bomb thing in this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I I didn't because I I paid I had noticed that last time because have we gone have we gone off on I don't know that we've gone down this particular tangent on our podcast, but I know I've gone on off on this tangent on my other podcast. I am listen to a lot of true crime and like cult stuff. And love bombing is, like, very much a term within, like, the cultosphere, if you will. Because it's kind of like, but pe- it's like what people do, but in, like, a nefarious way to, like, make you feel, like, super good about yourself and, like, get you involved and hooked into, like, their culty thing. Well, and then <laughs> the tables turn once once you're inside. Anyways, that's what, that's how I, I so I heard love bombing and I'm like, oh, that's. Okay, I've never heard it in like a benign context before. <laughs> so I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say in the very much I more or less benign way, like this whole episode was how I discovered that I am a person that does things like this. Oh, fascinating. Because I like to buy things for people. Mm-hmm. And so like I will tend to overdo things like that like, like fill an oh, entire oh, room full of flowers uh, no maybe not to that extreme but like uh if i know you like i don't know um a specific like pop culture character mm-hmm. like every time i see something i'll be like oh i gotta buy that and then mm. get, and then then all of a sudden it's just like i don't need all these little things please stop buying me stuff <laughs> like <laughs> okay fair enough and then i'm offended because i'm like oh well i bought it because like you said you liked stitch you know and yeah. so i buy you all this 
stitch stuff and like now you're upset with me because i bought you all this stitch. like it's, it's it's a very difficult thing that i'm working on overcoming so but i've been single for a while so <laughs> well that's true well but that I helps like, i do feel like there's <clears throat> there's a little bit of a difference between like love bombing but and like and like love languages like do you know what i'm saying because some yes. like some people like like gift giving is is their love language like they just they love to give people gifts and i don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that but to your point there can be a a line um yeah i i I definitely am a person that goes over the line with (laughs) gift giving so um uh it's a it's a thing that if i get into another relationship i will very consciously be like don't overdo that like don't always be like showing up with gifts um anyway so yeah that's uh, (laughs) also yeah that's another thing like uh, okay you wrote in a priceless book and like i'm the ring's great but like i don't know have you ever had a good croissant don't ruin the fucking bread by putting a ring in it right also (sighs) chip a tooth or something yeah be a bit wrong i don't Uh, know there's all (laughs) kinds of problems all kinds of problems with that scenario but that also is like the same thing as putting like an engagement ring at the bottom of champagne glass what if someone swallows it (laughs) i'm just just saying (laughs) um yeah do it the traditional way don't try to be cute and fancy um so what did you think about uh nate asking siri how can you tell if a girl is being nice or if she likes you? <laughs> um, I thought it was hysterical. I did not test and ask the fancy lady who I shall not name <laughs> so she doesn't start speaking to me um, to see what the response would be. But I felt like that was definitely recorded for the show. That that was almost my opening question. <laughs> it's like, okay, Jess, I'm going to ask you because I'm such a Nate. Um, <laughs> like, how can you tell if a girl is being nice to you or if she really likes you? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah. Because I have had, I so this is going to sound terrible. I have had this problem where I just thought we were friends and I was being nice and just my usual friendly self. And uh, they come to find out, like, years later, like, all of these people had, like, crushes on me and, like, wanted to date me. And I'm like, I thought you were my best friend. Like, I don't understand what's happening right now. So, yeah, I've had that problem before. Yeah, I've never had that problem. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, I've had the, the other way where I'm like, oh, I thought this was something that it wasn't and you're just being nice. Um, But I've also done the thing where like something will happen and literally like two days later, I'll be riding around in my car listening to music and I'm like, holy fuck, that girl was flirting with me. What the (laughs) fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
Like that's happened to me multiple times where I've been like in line at a grocery store or, or wherever, like I specifically remember when I first moved up towards Chattanooga, this, I was at Walmart and I had to go, I was, I had some a prescription I had to get filled or something. And the pharmacist was like talking to me and she kept talking about how incredible she thought my hair looked the color and she's like it's just it's so beautiful and just like we were talking about stuff and then like i left and i was like that was a weird fucking conversation and then literally like two days later i was like oh i'm an idiot what is wrong with me (laughs) i mean you know sometimes it's just Tough to figure out. I don't know. I got. I, I got. I got nothing. Yeah. I've been married for too long. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one thing: dating past thirty something is fuck it. Like it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've heard some others uh, that that is very frustrating. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I uh, Nate, I really enjoyed that's so Nate's storyline is another one again that I wish we'd gotten more focus on in this episode mm-hmm. because like I really it is down as we've been on Nate and for good reason. Like it's nice to be able to like come back to enjoying like like to root for him again. Right. Yes. Yes. So yeah, this this episode, and I distinctly remember because you saw it first, the first time around, and you texted me, and you're like, there's a really big Nate episode coming up, and I was like, oh, and you're like, it's going to change your mind. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's not, <laughs> and then I watched it, and it definitely changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's difficult because like, you want to be... Like, we want those clearly defined lines. And it's like, I mean, he had a moment where he was just like, no, I'm going to be this kind of person now. And, you know, we're like, well, that's not who you are. And but that other person, that real Nate that we're seeing right now is still there. Yeah. You know, we got to see the old Nate back. And I think it was nostalgic. Um, and it's like, not to jump ahead, but it's like really personified by when he goes to the restaurant to ask her out Yes. and he has a, a, like his little mild panic attack and, um, runs into the bathroom and instead of doing the thing where he like spits in the mirror at himself, mm-hmm. he like comes back down. So... Yeah, I liked that. I thought that was a nice touch because we've had those scenes before. It's good. Um, so well, we jumped around. I forget where we're at now. Uh, oh, the the Siri thing. Uh, that, and that's when we go to the bar and we get the whole pegging conversation. Oh, good God. Um, <laughs> which is just like, I mean, it's a funny joke because Ted is not listening and he thinks Beard is talking about marriage. And he's like, no, not marriage, pegging. Um, which, if you're listening to this and you don't know what that is, um, if you're going to Google it, don't do it on a work computer. 
Um, and put your browser also, in private mode. Yeah, put your browser in private mode. Because um, it's going to be uh, something. Explicit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then, then there's more like Keely and Jack in the office thing. That's where we get her uh, like proclaiming their relationship to the the whole office, which is I I Keely says later in the episode that she she thought it was so hot, but to me I, I don't know I I didn't like that at all. I didn't either, but I didn't but I haven't I didn't like anything about Jack really. Like I'm with you, it all felt controlling and manipulative. And I and I didn't particularly like that. I think Keely is too much in the puppy love new relationship phase to kind of see some of that. And also, like, what a terrible idea it is to date your primary investor. Like, so stupid. Did I, have I said that? I don't know if I've said that before, but it's just so dumb. I'm like, yeah, why? I, I agree. Like, why? <sighs> This is the like it's the she's like it's not she's not really my boss and she's right, but it's but it's still a complicated relationship and there are still yeah. monetary ties right like, like that's where your money is coming from like yep. you could wrap yourself up in so much crap that that like yeah it, it's. Could yeah. cause serious yeah. problems. Um, I, would would you please leave me alone? I am. <laughs> she is being so much today. I do not know what is up with this dog. So, um, <laughs> she also makes she also makes the Epstein comment, which uh, also bothers me. I I realize it's a joke. But like when she's like, I'm I'm like get rid of a dead body, Rich, and uh, Keely's like, oh, can you like expound on that? And she's like, you know, like the people that are associated with Jeffrey Epstein, and I'm like, oh, that seems in really Ooh. poor taste. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that did. I think I either missed or couldn't understand that bit of dialogue and didn't bother to go back. But ugh. yeah, that's a little cringy. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. And the love bombing stuff comes out when Keely and uh, Rebecca are at dinner, which yes, that's something that's also been heavily missing from this season is their relationship. Yes, because it's all been consumed with Jack and Keely, which I don't care for as much. So, um, so from there we get where the episode title comes from yes. so well there's two training montages there's the first one where they're just running back and forth and puking i kind of left that out uh i i don't know about you but like i'm not terribly squeamish people mm -mm. puking on camera I just mm -hmm. i i don't know why i'm just like that's not necessary <laughs> uh greed Agreed. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need, I don't need to see those. Nope. And uh, at the bar, uh, Ted had invited uh, our little, uh, I don't know what, little 
trio of uh, hooligans uh, to come watch practice. So this is the episode where it starts where like the whole town begins to just show up and watch the team practice, which yeah. is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I know. I thought I was like, I would do that. I'll go watch. I'll go watch um, a professional team practice. Um, and, and I love the bit where uh, they're they're like all swapping personalities. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, all right, hold on. I'm gonna. She's now crawled under the bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not know. What is up with her today? Okay. So I, I moved the locations. So because she was chewing on a bone, I just mm-hmm. picked up the laptop and moved. She followed me in there, got under the bed, and then now is digging under the bed. What is wrong with you? Please stop. <laughs> You're talking to somebody else and not me. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish I knew why she was being so bad. <laughs> She's never like this. Uh, I don't know. So, Maybe because I don't know. Have you recorded recently? Uh, yeah, I've been recording every Saturday with my buddy Adam. So. No, well, th- th- that's not it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Just being bad. So where was I? Oh, the practice. Practice training puking. Yeah, I don't need to watch it on screen as I've experienced it in real life and it's not pleasant regardless. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I yeah. Don't don't need to see it. Um but the training montage with their uh penises tied together with red <laughs> string is one of the funniest bits in this whole fucking show. It 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 really it really is. And I'm like, <laughs> like culminates with with JB and everybody being so concerned. Yes, um, <laughs> the the gag of uh, the string getting pulled off of Jamie's junk, and the guy picking it up, and like the knot being so small, like <laughs> you know why the knot is small, but the joke is like, wait, is is it this small? <laughs> Like, you know, it's like such a like visual, like just goofy kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. I I loved it. I loved it. It, And Roy's enjoyment is just so fucking good. I think that's Um, what makes me laugh the most about this whole gag is how much Roy is enjoying it. And like Ted's continual double takes. He's like, wait. Okay. All right. All right. You're enjoying this a little bit too much. So the, the idea of the total football is that everybody can play any position and they can, I guess, except for goalkeeper. Um, it, it, yeah. I mean, really, unless someone else is going to run around with, with gloves on their hands. I mean, the goalkeeper right. should really <laughs> stay in the net. Not going to lie. Um, I love how his string was tied to the back of the net. <laughs> I know. You can kind of see him like moving it around and I'm like, that's pretty funny. Um, so uh, I skipped over in the first training month. I think it's in the first training montage. They did. They talk about swapping roles 
And Ted's like, so today Beard is playing our kit man. And he's like fumbling the water bottles. Yes. <laughs> but it's all of that is for this long joke where Ted goes, ain't that right, coach? And it cuts to Will <laughs> dressed, <laughs> cosplaying as Beard with this like tape brown tape on his face mm-hmm. done up to look like a beard he's like that's right baby oh my god will will playing beard is quite possibly my favorite thing about this entire episode it just kills me every time especially the payoff in a little bit <laughs> yeah it's definitely uh the funniest thing in the episode like it it I I seem to always forget. I've seen the episode at least three times, but probably four or five. And I I always just forget that there's this cutaway gag. And every time I just die. It's so funny. I I hadn't watched the episode in a couple of weeks and you texted me <laughs> Will as Beard. And I was just like, oh yeah. And I was sitting at work laughing, just thinking about it. It's so funny. And then, like, when they're in the locker room, <laughs> Trent comes in, and you think it's Beard reading the book, and it's Will. Yes. But then Beard comes in and says, get the fuck out of my chair. <laughs> he's like, I mean, he's like, sorry, coach, sorry, coach. <laughs> Runs out. Like, like, he was just all in. So good. And he's so it's so like spot on. Like he does such a great impression. It's it's awesome. I just love it. Um so so all of that culminates uh like those two the two storylines of like Sam with his Twitter comments. Um and it, like it becomes this whole thing of like uh stick to dribbling the football um and leave the yeah. politics to us. Um and then somebody breaks into his restaurant and completely trashes it. Ugh. Yeah. Which, I mean. Makes me so sad. Yeah. Like, I I felt so bad for him in that moment. Yeah. Um, and he comes in, completely loses his cool in practice. And rightfully so. Like, uh, Isaac yeah. tries to not make a joke, but like. You're late to practice. That's going to cost you a hundred. Um, you know, just kind of keeping the team, his teammates, that he's captain. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. And he just loses it. And like in the midst of him losing it, his freaking dad walks in. Oh, what an entrance. Like, cause you're not expecting it at all. Like, you know, he's coming, but I, you're expecting it. This is like the, like, I did not expect him to show up, like, in this scene the first time I watched it. It's yeah. just such a good reveal. I was like, oh, that was such a good way to do that. I loved it. Uh, yeah, and Sam just have, like, I mean, but we've all been there. Like, in you're yeah. in the middle of this, like, extremely stressful thing. And, like, somebody who can legitimately comfort you. And you're just like, I just need to hug my dad or my mom or you know, my husband or my wife or whatever, like just out of the blue, like it's so powerful. Um, And then we get to see Ted and his dad meet and that's perfect too. 
Yes. That com that outfit. <laughs> you know, I almost wore that exact same thing. He's like, oh, you're a funny guy. (laughs) Oh, Ted. All right. So uh, let's talk about the game. (laughs) Okay. Um, This is some of the most actual football we've seen all season. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most actual football we've seen all season, in fact. (laughs) It's real people on a real pitch, really playing, no green screen, no CGI'd up. Like, maybe the ball might be CGI'd at some point, I don't know. But, like, they're actually out there playing. And you can really tell, and it makes all the stuff earlier in the season look worse by comparison. (laughs) I know, it does, yeah. Well, because you could tell that earlier in the season they were definitely... I mean, they, they. I mean, they were doing it on purpose. They were trying to, you know, show show the least amount or or whatever it is. But yeah, I liked this particular showing of the football game because you it felt more organic. It felt like you were there. It felt like you were in it. So I don't know how much of it they had to CGI or how much of it, you know, they could sort of fudge through choreography. I mean. Right. We both watch a ton of superhero shows. You know, it's not like they're really fighting one another, but it looks damn good. So yeah. at that and I think I think they finally nailed soccer choreography, basically, I mean, for, for lack of a better term. And I I'm with you. Like, I kind of get what they were trying to do earlier in the season. Like you want those close ups and you yeah. it's hard to do that. Have those cameras in there when you're trying to play this choreographed thing but like for people that are sports people you're we're used to watching things from like a bigger advantage like and not necessarily following the person but like following the the visuals and the people telling us what's going on yes like the commentators and it felt like you were watching a game yes and because we love those guys like them calling those plays is so good like so they're down three nothing going into the half like i love the the it's so major league-ish uh there's there's (laughs) another major league reference too like when isaac takes that kick in practice and smashes the window higgins window that that's funny but uh we get one of the hooligans going just a bit outside which is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a reference to Major League. Um, I, oh, okay. I was like, why did he say that like that? Now I'm putting two and two together. I got it. Uh, uh, Bob Euchre, uh is the commentator in Major League for uh, for the team. And uh, like at some point, Charlie Sheen throws a pitch and it's like six feet above the guy's head. Like, it's yeah. so wildly overthrown. And he goes just a bit outside. <laughs> um, and it, it's like, I, I love that reference. Um, but. Uh, that is good. That is good. But yeah, back to the, like, I get what they're trying to do, but we're used to following that action. Yeah. So seeing them talk about it and like uh, like having them say things like when they're going into the half he's like uh he says well it just it just 
and the other guy goes, it sucks. It just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love, I love the commentators. It's so, they're so good. And so in halftime, we get Jamie of all people, like understanding what it is they're supposed to be doing. Well, Beard alluded to this in his presentation, yes. saying that Total Football eventually ended up at Man City, where Jamie used to play until he went yeah. to a reality TV show. But yeah, and so I I liked I liked this nod for many reasons, but like I mean it it kind of it brings all together. It shows that Jamie's got a little bit more going on upstairs than maybe people give him credit for and it definitely shows like the growth of his character so i just I thought it was a great scene i thought it was really well done and i just i loved what he brought to the table because it just shows him like maturing as a player yeah i i mean he i think he even really surprises himself like because when he walks up to the board like He's trying to explain it to him. And then, like, when he realizes that they're understanding what he's saying and also paying attention to him, like, you can see the look kind of change. Mm-hmm. Of, of It's not that he's, like, begging people to, like, just listen and give him a chance. They're legitimately doing it. Exactly. And he's like, oh, oh I like, I get it now. Yeah, you know? well, because he's finally kind of earned their respect back a bit so yeah he's he's been a team player he's been a teammate you know he's 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 done all done all the things he's supposed to do so they you they i liked that payoff um but they still lose the game three to one but what a fuck like the 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 play calling by the announcers watching that them unfold that symphony is what he calls it <laughs> of a goal it's it it looked in, it looked incredible it did it was like like you said i don't know how they managed to pull it off filming wise but i don't really care because it looked great it felt like i was watching an actual game and it was fantastic <laughs> Um, so, uh, back to the Nate stuff. Yeah. Nate has his sister's birthday party. And mm-hmm. we get, like, him asking his sister and his mom the same question. How do you know if a girl likes you and isn't just being nice to you? Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> in unison. And then we find out that his dad had this, like, really kind of sweet anxious romantic side to him that we have not seen yes uh with this map which is i mean like this is the kind of thing i would do like that's the kind of thing i would do yeah it's sweet though and like i i liked i liked the touch because we get to see a side of Nate's dad that, I mean, we've definitely never seen, but also you get the feeling neither has Nate, which is kind of sad. And we do, we do get, we do get explanation and payoff in a few episodes. Um, I don't know that it justifies things. 
justifies yeah. the past. But we'll dig into that when when we actually get there. But I liked that they brought this out now and we got to see the softer side and this nod and what ties him and his dad together because he feels so apart from his dad like is like he's constantly a disappointment and and all of these things so i thought it was a nice touch me too um and i like that he puts his own spin on it by coming up with one of the boxes that he and his niece are always creating together yeah Um, he, he made it his own and and again that's those are the kinds of things that i'm just like that's something I would do. I would also go like when they're when his sister's like, "What's the worst that could happen?" That whole rambling mess where he's like, "Well, she'll say no, and then I can never go back to that restaurant." And then when family gatherings happen, I have to sit outside on the curb and <laughs> literally things that go through my head. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I I mean. I have I have moments like that at times, um, but it's about different stuff, like if that makes sense. But like yeah. I I get it, like I get how you can go from A to triple Z <laughs> in like two seconds. Yeah. yeah, like you know what I mean. It's like but this and then this and this and this and then someone's just like breathe. Literally, none of that has happened, <laughs> and it probably won't. So. Just start with A and then go to B. And yeah. See what happens. <laughs> um, resolutions for this year. Um, also, I, I I would um make one of those boxes or whatever my version of that is. Try yeah. to do this like weirdly nerdy romantic thing. Trip, fall in the street, have it crushed by a car, <laughs> and then just be like <laughs> in front of the girl and just mm-hmm. be like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> like. Well, now I look like an idiot. <laughs> I know. I did think it was sweet, though, that she was she was very concerned, mostly about him. But then as an afterthought, was like, oh, wait, there wasn't anything alive in there. Was there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that made me giggle a lot. He's like, oh, no. And he, she's like, OK, I don't yeah. I don't know that I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he gets his date and. Like, yeah. then when they go on the date, he's, like, texting his sister, like, what if she doesn't show up? Um, which she does, and, like, that's kind of sweet, you know? How long do you think he was sitting there? <sighs> Fifteen minutes. Okay. I mean, clearly it had to have been long enough to worry, so I feel like five, you know, five minutes would, wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been it, but... So I, as somebody who's like, like, as I've said, identifies with a lot of the things we <laughs> yeah. see in Nate, five minutes would definitely be enough that I would be texting someone going like, I'm getting ditched. She's not going to show. Okay. Okay. So, All right. so yeah, even I'm... if it was only five minutes, a hundred percent by that Nate would be like, oh, she's not going to show up. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out because usually when they do like stand up scenes like in other, you know, like in other TV shows, there'll be like a bottle of wine on the table or some indication that they've been there for like at least an hour or two, you know, 
an inpatient yeah. waiter going like, aren't you going to order something? You know, she's not coming like that kind of thing, but you don't have any of that. And so like, I, I thought it was an interesting nod where they do play a little bit into his like, um, neurotic tendencies, but then, but you know, but then she does show up because I mean, they got me too. I was like, Oh, is she going to show up? <laughs> you know, but then she does. So it was sweet. Uh, and so begins our maybe uh, Jade isn't that bad journey. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because <laughs> definitely in season two, we're like, eh, no, don't want this girl. Yeah. She's, she's very mean to our boy Nate. And then Nate becomes a prick. So I know. And then, but then, you know, you get the whole thing with, was it Anastasia? Was that her name? That yes, supermodel. model. Yes, and that, that for me, I was like, that was when they were starting to put a little chink in the Nate armor for me because I was starting to feel bad. And I was like, no, he's a jerk. Don't feel bad. Stay strong. But then Jade, like, kind of like almost comes to his rescue a little bit and, like, you know, sits down and, like, makes him feel better a bit. And I was like, oh, I'm going to end up liking her too, aren't I? <laughs> and so, yeah. She's um, yeah. Uh, it also helps, like, once I realized, A, she wasn't from, she wasn't British. Because, right? like, I didn't get that in season two. No. You kind of still don't know it. But you like, don't. You don't find the out more you hear, Yeah, the more you hear her talk, the more it's just like, and then you find out eventually, like, she's not from here. Um, or from there. So, it's like, there's cultural differences. Like, maybe, like, like, Jan Moss, where it's just like, guys, guys, he's not being a jerk it's just like he's very blunt that's where he comes from like you just yeah. tell you just say honest truths in very honest things you don't yeah. sugarcoat anything um so post post loss we do get that fun little scene of uh trent running in there like manic like it's gonna work it's gonna work it's a, i was like this feels like is he high <laughs> <laughs> i liked that scene though it, it is funny <laughs> i think i mean like in a way like i mean he's you know he's he's come up with it it's the yeah. lesser way okay. uh, i do like <laughs> roy saying what a fucking dork <laughs> but he's our dork um, and then we get to end the episode with Sam um, finally relenting and taking his dad to the restaurant, only to discover that the entire fucking team has shown up and began the work of fixing everything that was broken. Mm-hmm. I and loved that. It's so uh, just, yeah. It's like it's like a that warm Christmassy or Thanksgiving kind of like those kinds of special episodes. Like it's <laughs> that, but they're with nothing other than just like, Hey, uh, these people care about you. And they showed up, you know, and Jamie says like, we asked ourselves, what does this situation need? Yeah. And then that's what we did. I know it was very sweet. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed that very much. Although, <sighs> so I do have a question. And okay. part of it is about, you know, the kind of the big reveal at the end with the light. 
but the name is also all over the front of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, I That's the one thing that feels so disingenuous to me that yeah. like it's on the restaurant outside when they're talking about the light as he's fixing it, you can still see that it says that. Yeah. So like his dad's reaction feels a little weird. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I guess in all, in all the conversations that they've had, I mean, he didn't mention the fact that he named the restaurant after his dad. Yeah. I mean, like, you would think, because, like, you don't know when he's, it's not like he lives across town, you know? You don't no. know when you're going to see him, so. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I thought that was odd that yeah. he wouldn't know that detail or wouldn't have noticed that detail prior to, like, the light turning on. But, I mean, we as the audience didn't. And so, like, I appreciate them trying to play into that, but it does bother me just a tiny little bit. I was like, but the name, it's all over yeah. the name of, it's all over, it's, it's like all over the restaurant. Like, I mean, and he yeah. really never mentioned it, the name of the restaurant. What wouldn't you ask? Yeah. Well, what's if, the name of your restaurant? That's like the first thing I would ask. Yeah. If you're, if 20 years from now, your child's like, I'm opening a restaurant and you're like, what are you going to call it? You don't like, you know, that's, it's a natural human, like inquisitive thing. Right. You know, yeah. like if like, I got a dog, I like, Oh, what'd you name it? You don't be like, I got a dog. Oh, that's great. Moving on. <laughs> you know, like, right? it's just what you do. Um, yeah. so I, I don't know if I said this before, but it I really thought about it in this episode um, just because of there's so much like the way they broadcast things like people watching at the bar as they're losing the match. Um, mm-hmm. I learned from Welcome to Wrexham that they do not simulcast the matches while they're going on. Oh, really? Yes. So it's not like on Sunday where I get up at noon and start watching football at one and they're playing in the stadium in Atlanta and it's basically happening at the same time. Yeah. They do not do that. In England, it is like Rob McElhaney makes a stink about it and wants to change the law. Like, oh. and, and this is a documentary show. He's because he's over in England and he wants to hang out at the pub. But he also wants to watch the game. You can listen to it on the radio, but you huh. can't watch it on the TV. Did not know that. Yes. So they don't show them live. Nope. Ever. Or did so they mm-hmm. just don't show them at all? Like No, they them? will they show them, but you cannot watch it live. So you can catch the you, replay after you already know what happened. Yes. They broadcast in the States. That's stupid. Yeah. I can watch it, a Premier League game. Yep. While it's as happening. It, as it's happening. Yep. But not in England. I literally don't understand that. Why don't, why don't, <laughs> why don't, why don't they just, just toss up a VPN and watch the fucking stream from the US? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do. Um, 
But it like there's literally a whole episode in season two of Welcome to Wrexham where Rob McElhaney's brain is fucking breaking because he doesn't <laughs> understand this. I mean, I kind of don't blame him. I kind of don't get it either. <laughs> He's like, wait, didn't make any what? Sense. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, that might be my show for you is Welcome to yeah, Wrexham. I know. Um, <laughs> I've got to find it. Um, I, I, I'll give you my Hulu login. Um, uh, don't let me forget. Um, I'll try not to. Well, whenever you assign it, I'll let you know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah. And and that's the, that's the episode right there is, is ending on that. Um, there's not a lot to talk about future episodes. There's some Nate and his dad stuff that we could get into, but I feel like we're going to talk a lot about that when all of that goes down. So yeah. we don't really have I'd, to get into it right now. Yeah, I would I would just wait. I would just wait. Although for I will just say final final thought, like for as much as I kind of nitpick that last scene, it gets me every time. I mean oh, yeah. immediate tears, like I just immediately. And and Sam cooking with his dad and oh. like the music and they're all just sitting around the table and Dancing. it's just like I want my life to be like that. <laughs> I know, right? It seems so fun. I should have been a soccer player. <laughs> I invented that. It didn't work out. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure that's not exactly that's not what their life is like at all. <laughs> um, like this like, at least not every night. No. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know this. It's a fictional TV show about a fake soccer team. So we definitely have the the uh, for funniest moment in the episode. I'm I'm hundred percent sure we both have the same one <laughs> because that that cosplay is fucking just oh my god. Although Ted's story uh, in the locker room about uh, at halftime about the the goatee and oh my gosh, that's kind of funny. But what's really funny is Roy. Making the jokes and just being like, I fucking hate what you've done to me. <laughs> yes, that was my honorable mention as well. So yeah, our those are we we both have the same the same favorite scenes. But yeah, <laughs> when he says sharp dressed bed, he's like, yes. Oh, God. And I forget, what's the second one he says? Um, I don't remember now. I should have wrote it down. Ah, uh, yeah, I can't quite remember oh, either. Uh, Ask watch. <laughs> yes, he's like, I hate what you're doing to me. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Roy, like anything Roy did this episode is like my honorable mention, but that, those, that scene, especially. He has had some killer guests on his podcast lately. So if you, if you run out of stuff to listen to, uh, the last like several months of his podcast, the new episodes, yeah, uh, have had some, he's had some really, really great guests. That's cool. um, I'm I'm quite behind in it. Like I kind of one of those people I kind of have like I like to listen to things like somewhat chronologically if I can. Yeah. And so I'm kind of stuck somewhere in 2023. Yeah. I I am gen- genuinely like that with most things, but like since they don't like really reference back in on each other, I'm like, "Oh, I can kind of just jump around with this." Um, yeah. He had uh, the last, I think it's the last episode, Chelsea Peretti. I don't oh, know if you're nice. a Brooklyn Nine-Nine person or not. 
Yes. Oh, my God. Could you believe the news about Andre Brower? I, I fucking broke my heart, man. I was floored. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's like he was one of those people that, like, I didn't ever really, like, just seek out something because Andre Brower was in it. But, like, anytime I saw him, I don't is he was a very comforting person. Like, I, that sounds yeah. weird to say because I didn't fucking know the man. But, like, I don't know. It's it just, like, his presence felt really calming. <laughs> and he he was so good in that show. Yeah. Like, I'll admit, like, it when it got, like, canceled and revived and moved around and switched channels 17 times, that's yeah. when I sort of fell off and stopped watching. Um, but I, I made it through... I don't know, probably what the first at least four seasons. How many seasons yeah. were on NBC before was it NBC? Just two, I think. Oh. The yes. last season took forever because they had written the season, but then like the like the 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 police stuff, like like a lot of stuff started really truly coming to light oh. about like police brutality. And uh, Michael Shore and the writers, and they're like, we cannot, they knew going in it was going to be the last season. They're like, we can't do this. We we have to address, like, a lot of these things, like, in a a much more, like, uh, like, pointed way than they have in the past. Like, there's an episode early on where, uh, uh, what's his name? The big dude. Sergeant Jeffers. Uh, oh, yeah. What's his um, fucking name? The bodybuilder guy. Yeah. Um, I Terry can't think of his, something? Yeah. Uh, his name's Terry in the show, too. Uh, it, anyway, it is. Where, that's like, yeah, and that's like actually his name, yeah. <laughs> where he's in his neighborhood, like, looking for his kids dropped, like, bunny, and this cop stops him because oh, it, it's a black yeah. guy in the neighborhood. like... I remember that like, episode. They had, they had addressed stuff like uh, that before, but like uh, like I said, Shore and the writers were like, no, 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 we, like we have to be way more direct and not just like this like very special episode thing. Like it has to actually be about. So if you never watch the final season, it it's a it's a little rough and it's maybe a little bit more emotional than oh. that show usually was, okay. um, and real worldy than that show show usually was but it's still really good and yeah you're right like he was such a who would have thought who would have thought that he would be so fucking funny yeah it was Uh, good it was a it was a good show but yeah no i fell off with it and probably i don't think i watched the last few seasons of it but it was a good show like i i enjoyed it like i'm not always a big andy um Sandberg sandberg fan yeah. Yeah. But he was good in this show. Yeah. I did. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is what made me an Andy Samberg fan. Yeah. Uh, mostly I found him annoying before that. Like somewhat yeah. tolerable. But like this, that show really, really made I'm like, maybe I've misjudged this guy. There's still some things where I'm like, eh. But like I went back and watched that movie Hot Rod. And <laughs> it's really funny. I haven't I haven't seen that one, but I I also really like Joe Latrulio. Like I thought he was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, uh, that whole cast. But yeah, uh, anyway, Chelsea Peretti was on uh, 
the films to be buried with podcast and yeah yeah she's she's so great i love her um anyway uh speaking of other podcasts i have some they're all on xwingfiles.com <clears throat> including uh the nurture and everything which is about the only thing going right now everybody else has life stuff going on so uh (laughs) we haven't uh my cousin one of my cousins just had a baby so marvel and star wars are kind of just up in the air right now but i will say this i'm watching echo it's fantastic um they dropped all at once but and what if season two was great too um so i'll get to talk about them eventually um but yeah go check out all that over at xwingfiles.com and jess has another podcast too I do. My other show is called Tomorrow's Legends, and you can find it everywhere. Just pop it into the Google machine. Uh, we upcoming, we're going to be covering a Netflix series called Jupiter's Legacy. It only had one season. I don't know if you watched that one. But I'm interested. Have you started watching it yet? I have not started watching it yet. I, but I have to, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure we record on Thursday. So, <laughs> um, very soon I will be starting it. <laughs> but we're just going one episode at a time. So. Okay. Um, I, I didn't get to see it, but uh, what? Hold on. I don't know. I don't. This isn't spoilers. You know, it got canceled, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's so, like two or three years old at this point. Yes. Okay. So I didn't get to watch it until I knew it was canceled. And then I just kept putting it off because I was like, ah, it doesn't matter. It's canceled. And then I watched it. And it's not terrible, but like, I, I don't know. It It's where it's one of those shows where I watched it. And I was like, I see where this could have been really great. Yeah. And, and somewhere they dropped the ball. Yeah. But yeah. I'm interested to know what you think. I I I really like jo- what's Josh De- DeMel? Is that how you say his name? Not a clue. Okay. Um, I like that guy, and I was kind of, like, hopeful. He's, like, one of the stars. Um, okay. Yeah, really interested to know what you think, so uh, well, you have to text me. Or I'll just I listen will. to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you can listen to the podcast if you want, like, the long and drawn-out version. If you want the 30-second uh, initial reaction version, yeah. I'll just text you. <laughs> um, it, I, it'll be interesting to hear if you, you all have, because this will be a show that, you're not all coming to really as fans, right? So yeah. it, it, it could be all like straight up different reactions of somebody going like, I really like this. And you go and like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this is crap. Why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it'll. that's that's a good point. It will it will be interesting. I mean, the trailer, when I watched the trailer, it it has a good premise. So we'll just see if they, if, they, if it holds true. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I will say this. I think the boys wound up being the death note because it and the boys kind of tried to do the same thing. Uh, and the boys were so much more successful. I think that's what killed this show. Yeah, that's another one yeah. on my, uh, I want to say TBR pile, but it's not a book. You know what I mean? To watch yeah. list. Um, yeah, the, the boys is something else, man. Like every time you think they're going to zig, they zag and then... <laughs> Half the time you're just like, I never needed to see that. But then somehow at the end of every episode, you're like, I need to know what happens next. <laughs> but um, I need more. Yeah. It's got a good cast, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if y'all ever get to that, I definitely 
will be listening to that. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I I know that there are you podcasts with people who are not down with a lot of like because it gets crass. <laughs> Does it? Interesting. The boys does. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Um, yeah. I, what, what, that may not be the jam for one of my co-hosts. Yeah. Sure. He <laughs> he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't get us get <laughs> in, into all that. Uh, me and the other one don't really care. <laughs> <sighs> um. All right. Yeah, go check out all that other stuff. We'll should be back on a fairly regular schedule for the next, you know, five weeks until we finish the show. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, thanks for coming to our TED Talk.